welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children, this podcast where I share the recordings of the bedtime stories I've improvised for my children over the years. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Today's story takes place on a very imaginary planet where monkeys and dinosaurs exist at the same time. So this one's for you, all my dinosaur lovers. Also, Diana had fallen asleep again, so you'll hear a little snoring. Enjoy this story. Once upon a time, there was a funky monkey. Funky monkey? Yes, a funky monkey. The story is off to a weird start. Excellent. Just as I planned. Funky Monkey lived in a rather jungle-like forest on a rather peculiar planet that was mostly populated with dinosaurs. Dinosaurs? Yes. Which Good. It... The last couple of days, I think, I've been reading about dinosaurs. Looking through all my books to see if I could research. I know a little about them. I know a couple. Names of the dinosaurs. Different dinosaurs. Which one's your favorite? The one that they mentioned most in Calvin Hobbes. Guess what that is? Tyrannosaurus Rex. Nope. What? Brachiosaurus. No. Ankylosaurus. The one oh, that they pterodactyl. Mentioned. Yeah, that's my favorite. You know what? It's Funky Monkey's favorite, too. So whenever he needs to go someplace really quickly, he will get a vine and he'll make a big loop out of it. And he'll wait until a pterodactyl flies over. And then he'll swing the loop and he'll throw it up until the vine loops right around the pterodactyl's neck. And because he's so small compared to the pterodactyl, it'll just keep flying. And he'll hold on to the other end of the vine and it'll jerk him right up out of the tree. And then he'll climb up the vine until he's on the pterodactyl's back. And he'll wait until he pterodactyl flies over someplace he finds interesting, and then he'll jump back off the pterodactyl's back and slide down the vine until he's as close to the ground as he can be, and then he'll wait until they're over some water or over some bushes that look soft. Or a tree. Or a tree that's close, and he'll let go, and he'll fall, catch himself, or splash. Well, one day he was taking this pterodactyl ride, as it was his custom, and he was flying up over the trees, and then he saw a gigantic lake up ahead, and he really wasn't sure what to do, because there were no soft trees or soft-looking bushes. But he was a little worried about falling in the middle of a deep lake, because Funky Monkey could not swim. And so, by the time he had realized all this and thought about it, the pterodactyl was already out over the lake. So now he just had to hold on for all he was worth. And the pterodactyl flew on and on over the lake. So finally the pterodactyl reached the other side of the lake, which was a place that Funky Monkey had never been before. And it made Funky Monkey sort of nervous as they flew over because he could see a number of large meat-eating dinosaurs like the Allosaurus and the Tyrannosaurus rex and the Utah Raptor the Velociraptor walking around down below hunting and although those dinosaurs mostly preferred eating other dinosaurs that would make a good meal for them, none of them would mind a little snack on an easy to catch little morsel like Funky Monkey so he held on 
but he would notice with some nervousness that the pterodactyl was coming in to land. So finally he decided that it was time to get off. So he got on his vine and he swung as low as he could and he saw a tree coming up and he dropped and he landed in the tree. Well, as he landed in the tree, he saw a pack of velociraptors go by underneath him and so he held very still, kept very quiet and he was thinking, oh, 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 how am I going to get out of this? I just don't know because I am not safe walking across this area of all the dinosaurs and then I have to get across the lake then Funky Monkey had an idea. He heard boom, 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 the sound of a very large dinosaur coming. And he looked, and there was a Tyrannosaurus Rex coming. And it was almost as big, as tall as the tree he was in. So he climbed up to the very top of the tree, and he saw the Tyrannosaurus Rex see him and start towards the tree. And Funky Monkey knew he had only one chance. As the Tyrannosaurus Rex came towards the tree, Funky Monkey stretched his vine loop as big as he could, and then as the Tronosaurus came towards him, he threw his loop, and as he threw his loop, he jumped out of the tree, and the loop landed neatly around the Tronosaurus's neck, and Funky Monkey grabbed onto the vine and quickly scrambled up onto the Tronosaurus Rex's back. And Tronosaurus Rex's little arms, and so it could not reach him on its back, and it could not turn its neck all the way around. So he was relatively safe there, as long as he didn't fall off. It roared and made terrible noises and tried to get him, but it couldn't. And the other dinosaurs weren't going to mess with the Tyrannosaurus Rex in order to get Funky Monkey. So Funky Monkey spent the rest of that day riding around on the back of this huge Tyrannosaurus Rex's back. And along about evening, he saw that pterodactyl that he'd flown by on earlier flying by overhead, and so he quickly... Oh, yeah, he quickly unlooped his vine from around the Tyrannosaurus Rex, and he made a lasso out of it, and he threw it up, and he caught the pterodactyl, and he was jerked up into the air, and that Tyrannosaurus saw him leaving his neck, and it went up. He was like this, right below the pterodactyl, and the Tyrannosaurus went snap, and it just missed Funky Monkey's feet, and Funky Monkey was climbing up the vine as fast as he could, and the Tyrannosaurus bit off the vine just below where his foot was. But he quickly scrambled up onto the pterodactyl's neck, and he flew across the lake. And as soon as he was across the lake, back on his own side of the big lake, he looked for a nice soft bush to land in, or a nice soft tree, and he saw a nice tall tree, and he dropped and landed in it. And there were some good branches there, and he made a nest for himself in the tree out of branches. And he was so tuckered out that he went to sleep. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but heckling and clever commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and the logo was designed by Silas Wendelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the stories, please tell them about the show. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and preview snippets are posted to most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.